Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Let's start, though, today uh, with uh, the National Basketball Association. I did not understand. And when you go back and look at it, it's a little odd. Uh, you know, the inconsistencies involved last night with that uh, game in, New- in Brooklyn between the Nets and the 76ers. And forget about who won or lost. It really doesn't make any difference. Uh, Philadelphia is going to win that series in their sleep anyway. Maybe they would have had to work a little harder with a loss last night. They could have lost and obviously be in a five-game series. But they're going to win that series. It wasn't a decider by any stretch of the imagination. But Embiid did not get thrown out of the game for a kick and you know where, but somehow uh, James Harden later in the game did. And I did not understand why, in fact, Nick Claxton got thrown out of the game. Uh, they said it was taunting. He didn't really say anything after he made a basket against Embiid uh, late in the fourth quarter of that game, which, as it turns out, fueled a 6 or 21-10 run, which then fueled a 101-97 win as Philadelphia goes 3 off. 3-0 up on that best of seven Eastern Conference first round playoff series against Brooklyn. Embiid was bad last night. Uh, you know, he got banged around a lot. He fell on the ground a lot. Uh, you know, he sort of got uh, stepped over by Claxton early in the game and he responded by kicking his feet at uh, the lower extremities of Claxton and he did not get the flagrant two, which is the injection as Hard as Harden did a little later in the game for what looked to be a far less egregious mistake, but he got himself a flagrant one, and uh, he was sort of in and out of the game as it was. Very strange officiating ball game by the officials. It seemed like Harden was a makeup call. Claxon getting thrown out, I did not understand. And if you're going to be firm with kicking people in the bad spots, you got to kick them out of the game as soon as it occurs. They did not do that with Embiid, so it was a very odd, strange officiating ball game again uh you know uh, the Brooklyn is not going to win the series anyway. I mean, I guess you can make the argument they got the wrong end of the stick because, you know, no Embiid doesn't make the Philly team any better. So if Embiid doesn't play, that's going to help the Nets. Now, he didn't play great anyway. He only had 14 points. Uh, you know, and obviously Harden uh, was a factor too before he got ejected. So you can make an argument that that made up for the Embiid lack of ejection with the ejection of Harden. Um, but regardless, uh, you know, that's a scenario where the Nets are going to bark about for a long time and then I threw Claxton out which I did not quite understand he didn't like he said anything you know he taunted Embiid a little bit he had already gotten one technical so his second technical automatically is the rejection it was a strange game last night in Brooklyn uh, with those two teams and a very poorly officiated game at least from a suspension standpoint and I hate Harden's game I mean I know everybody loves Harden and he dribbles the ball for 20 seconds of the 24 second shot clock and then he tries to make something happen. I mean, the whole when you watch Philly play Houston before that, it's so much him dribbling, uh, you know, by himself, top of the key for the majority of the shot clock before he makes any maneuvers, whether throwing, forcing a, you know, a long, hoisting a long three or setting up a teammate. And he's a magician when he finally gets around to doing it. But boy, oh boy, they are tough to watch with him just pounding the basketball. Oh, play after play in isolation, 30 feet from the basket. 
basket. And let's see if Harden can make a play, uh, you know, whatever he does. That's just, uh, boy, it's so, un- it's just, uh, it's ugly basketball. Then, then Tony started it with Harden, clear the floor, let him do his thing. And that's where he scores his 60 a game. Boy, it's, that's not the kind of basketball I like. And every time I see Harden do that, it drives me crazy. Anyway, we're going to see him doing it more often now because they're going to win this series. And then they get a chance to play Boston uh, next round. Boston will beat Atlanta. Atlanta, the Nets, and Minnesota do not belong in the playoffs. Those three teams, those two teams, three teams are right around 500. Uh, and they, all three of them, I think the Nets, you know, would have been a worse than 500 team if they didn't have Durant and Irving half the year. Remember, they were 27 and 13 before they unloaded the both of them. So uh, a lot of their record is because the two of them were there. But without the two of them, they are not a playoff team. Obviously, Atlanta's not a playoff team, and Minnesota is not a playoff team either. They might beat Denver once, you know. I don't they might. But those three teams don't belong in the postseason. The NBA puts too many teams in the postseason as it is. And those three at 42 and 40 do not belong in uh, playing April or May basketball. Now, as far as the West is concerned, I did not pay, I did not pay virtually no attention last night to the Clipper game. I mean, I knew they, they played well, the Clippers, under the circumstances, not having two of their best players. Uh, I, but as soon as, you know, listen, if Leonard's going to basically tell me at 4 o'clock in the afternoon that this game is not worth his trouble or the risk, depends what your point of view is, and he's not going to bother to play in a playoff game at 1-1 when he's coming off a 38 and a 31 point game in the first two in Phoenix and he's not going to play in this game for whatever the reason. Bad left knee, little worn out, got to protect the ACL, whatever it might be. If he's going to tell me that at 4 o'clock well then I'm not going to sit there and make it my business at 2 o'clock in the morning to watch them play because they're not beating Phoenix without him on the team. I mean that's just all there is to it. He's that good. Bad enough there's no George but then I, uh, George I can understand. I saw the injury. I mean and I guess he may have reacted. You know again I, you hate to even bring this up uh, because you never know what these injuries I've been down this path a thousand times I'm sure I would have made the mistake with James Rodney Richard in 1980. How is he not pitching when he ended up having a stroke? Uh, Pedro I made the mistake too when he had the Tommy John. I couldn't understand it so I'd take some hits with that but boy oh boy it seems to me that Leonard a la Zion in that last postseason game for them and the play-in he needed to play against Oklahoma City. The same thing goes in my eyes for Leonard. He's got to get out there and play the game. I mean even 50% of Leonard is much better than what they have uh, previously. That you know he is irreplaceable. They got to have him. So he didn't play last night. Once he doesn't play, I'm out. And I think Phoenix now is in pretty good shape. I don't know who knows if Leonard is going to play tomorrow. I don't know that they play an early game. Maybe uh, you know it'll be too early in the morning for him. He won't go, he won't want to get out there and play. I have no idea. I mean, but I mean with the Clippers, it's one. It's always one thing or another. It's either George, it's Leonard, it's this, it's that. There's always something going on at the Clippers, and that's one reason why they never win uh and they're not going to win this series here here now that's asking a lot Leonard who I guess is compromised and Phoenix is up 2-1 Booker's playing well Durant's fitting in uh that's going to be a tough series to watch from here on out I did not bother last night I checked in on the scores a little bit but I did not bother I did watch the Golden State game for the first half you knew Golden State was not going to lose that game uh that was a game obviously they had a win uh they were up a dozen at the half they got a lot of offensive rebounds looming had 20 rebounds on the game as it was. Curry did his thing. He made lots of threes. San Antonio's, uh, San Antonio, Sacramento is going to win that series. And if they do, there's one reason why they're going to, and that's because of home court. They are not going to win a game in San Francisco. They are not winning a game under any circumstances that chase. Uh, you know, they could win the 
series by winning two home games. I wouldn't shock me if they won back in their place in five and seven, uh, but they are not going to win a road game. Uh, that's all there is to it. If Sack wins, it's going to be in seven. You know, we know that Green comes back in game four. Uh, you know, we also know that Curry and, of course, Thompson give the uh, Warriors a puncher's chance to get a game on the road with their long-range shooting. And I just don't like, under any circumstances, I don't like the Kings away from home. Uh, there's just not enough there. They did a great job winning the amount of games that they did. They're a very good home team, but they are not going to beat that team in that arena. That's all there is to it. They didn't do it last night. They got whitewashed. They're not going to do it down the road with Green back. And that series now a little closer. So, uh, you know, that's going to be 2-2 going into Wednesday night back in Sacramento. I'm not saying Golden State's going to win the series, but they're not going to lose it in their building. That I can tell you. Uh, the Kings are going to have to rely on their home floor. So, you know, that was the NBA uh, in a nutshell from last night. Again, those three teams don't belong in. Uh, you know, I think that you're going to have a lot of game sevens in this postseason. I think you're definitely going to have Golden State game seven. I think Knicks, Cavs tonight will be a game seven. Uh, you know, there will be a game three tonight, but I think around down the road, that could be a very well a game seven. And, and I certainly wouldn't rule out Lakers-Memphis being a game seven. I'm not sure what to say now about the Clippers because I just don't know Leonard's status. If he plays, I think there's a chance that you get a seventh game if he doesn't play. And I was shocked he didn't play yesterday. You know, I'm not exactly sure what their chances are going to be uh, to force even a game six. We'll have to wait and see on that. And Toronto today fired Nick Norse. He, of course, coach of the year, won the NBA championship when he had Leonard. I guess the GM didn't like the way they had played all year, symbolized by the blown 19-point lead against the Bulls in the first playing game last week. And, I, I, you know, they probably got a little stale with the head coach there. I understand that. But that team's not that good. I mean, that's just all there is to it. Uh, you can get anybody you want in there. Udoka seems like he might be a leading candidate, the old Celtic coach. You can bring anybody you want in there. That team's a 500 team. Uh, there's not enough talent on that team to do much more than that. You know, they're somewhere between a 41 and a 45, 46 win team, and they are only a first round team. They are not a second round playoff team. You can bring Red Arrow back back. You know, they won a championship and they had Leonard and Durant got hurt. I mean, that's why they won a championship. They stole one, and good for them. That's how you do it sometimes. You get a Leonard, you get out of the East, and you get a break if somebody gets hurt on the other side, which is what happened for them when they played Golden State in 2019. Uh, but they are not, uh, th right now, uh, with their roster, the way it's comprised, they are not a playoff. They are not a big-time team. I mean, they're an okay team, but they're not a big-time team. And they are where you don't want to be in the NBA, and that is Nowheresville, Purgatory, where you are somewhere in that play-in to first-round category, somewhere between 38 and 44 wins, and all that normally gets you is, you know, you make the playoffs and maybe it gets you a couple of home games in postseason play. That's what the Raptors are. And they can bring any, they can bring Pat Riley in there, Phil Jackson. That's, 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 there's not enough there. There's not enough there. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.